Oh, welcome back to Court on a Korak. I am George H. Martin, and joining me today is my favourite man, after Maidley, yeah. Sam Craft. Hello, thank you. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Because the weekend is almost upon us. Oh, yeah. And it's everyone's favourite one. This one, isn't it? The uh, Friday one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But we got cut short. On yeah. Tuesday, yeah. slash Wednesday, depending on when you listened. Yeah, or uh, Thursday. Ran out of studio time. Oh yeah, the bastards here, aren't they? Really are. Yeah. Well, they took the light bulb last week. Yeah, they did. Um, we were talking about car boots, Sam. Mm. Now, you you had a few stories from your car boot. You had a man who was non-negotiable on the price of screws. Mm-hmm. You had a man who was selling just rolls of carpet. Yeah. And... What was the other man? Oh, you had, you had uh, numerous people negotiating with you. Yeah. Well, not me. I don't negotiate with terrorists. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is what these people are. Uh, so basically, um, the final uh, chapter of this was um, Jess was selling her dad's old golf shoes or her brother's old golf shoes. Yeah. This guy comes over. I'm sitting in the car. A little bit hungover, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car. I've heard this guy go, What size are these? And Jessica, oh, nine and a half, I think. And the guy's like, oh, all right. He's put one on. Done a practice. All right, he's put, he's put one on. All right. And he's, and he's gone, oh, they're all right, aren't they? How much? She's gone, oh, three pound. And he's gone, yeah, go on then. They're lovely. Put the other shoe on. Done a practice swing. No, yeah. he did. He's done a practice swing. He's done a practice swing. And he's gone, yeah, I'll have them, love. And then... um He's taken them off and he's gone. And she, uh, he said something. She's laughed. She like laughed as you do, like just to acknowledge it. And he's gone. Yeah, it'll be like a couple of rifles, won't they? I'm like what? What? He's gone. Yeah, I'd be like a rifle. What does that mean? <laughs> you know. Sorry, what? He goes. Yeah, like a rifle. Knock a few shots off, won't it? Oh, oh wow. my god! Wow. That's it. I said that's it. I'm done. I'm gone. So I'll buy them back off you for a five. <laughs> What a tip. Yeah. Was he on his own? Do you know yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It was when he'd done the practice swing. That was enough for me. And then when he went, it'd be like, a rifle, won't it? The worst thing is, I jokingly said, what, and then did a practice swing? Because mm. that was the worst thing I could think of doing. No, he'd done moment. a practice swing in the shoes, yeah. Oh, my God. Got a few shots off, won't it? <laughs> did I ever tell you about um, the story when Aisha's mum was doing, like, a school fundraising thing? Mm. And she was... It was... Um, at the school, they set up loads of stalls for people to come in and buy old tap. Yeah. Basically, okay. And uh, it was to raise money for the school. So they did a collection. People would donate clothes. Yeah, yeah, Aisha yeah. donated some. I didn't. Mm. Um, why, though? Why would you? Why, why would I? So it came to the point where uh, she went to set it all up, set mm. up all the clothes ready for people to come. All the stalls are there. And um, she saw this nice pair of shoes, okay? Mm. Looks in them. Mm. They'll be nice, nice little gift for Asia. Mm. Her size, perfect, like that. So Lucy's Lucy's given money, okay. Mm. Yeah, as you do. She's paid for them, mm. okay, and taken them like yeah. that. After the events over, gone back home, gone to Asia. Oh, here you go. Yeah, here's a nice pair of shoes. It's a nice yeah. gift, isn't it? Yeah, nice pair of shoes. Put them down in front of Asia. Asia said they were mine that I donated. Oh, so thanks, mum. Her mum bought back. Thanks for taking notice, Mum. <laughs> yeah, bought back her shoes that she donated. That's right, because I sold Ben back two Sky remotes that were his anyway. So, <laughs> Why are you negotiating? 
getting in Sky Remotes? Why are you selling some back to him? Um, he came down. There was two Sky Remotes there. I think they were his anyway from his old Skybox. And um, his, his dogs chewed up his Sky Remote. So he went, oh, I need Sky Remotes. And he bought them for a pound each. Why is he buying them? Because Sky Remotes are expensive. And the dog chewed up his ones. Did he pick it up and give it a practice press? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'll tell you what, that changes channel, lovely that does. Oh, I'll tell you what, put Babe Station on, look a few shots off to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. No, seriously, but who's wanking to Babe Station? I know, yeah. craziness. Um, also at the weekend, I just need to tell everyone this, I uh, went to Ikea and I witnessed a man old enough to know better <laughs> holstering a tape measure on his shorts. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. And um, normally you could, if it, like my dad, if you saw him holstering a tape measure walking around Ikea or B&Q, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. Not a chance. Certainly wouldn't confront If you saw me or you holstering a tape measure around uh, B&Q or Ikea, you're going to think sad fuck, aren't you? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'm here to tell you, George, this guy was just like you and I. Was he? Yeah. Even we uh, nerdier, to be honest with you. Probably even no, no, nerd. Come yeah. on. I don't think he geocaches. Are you sure he went looking for something? Yeah. And then the other thing was I saw, there was a bald man moaning downstairs. He lost his cone? Well, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bald man at work got very offended the other day because someone said to someone else, no, someone said to me, oh, you've had the same haircut for the last five years. To a bald man? No, someone... Oh, oh okay, someone, sorry. So, someone said to me, someone said to me, you've had the same haircut for the last five years. And I turned around and went, so's John. Oh, lovely. And, he, and he's bald. That's lovely. Yeah, that so, is lovely. Yeah, he got very upset with me about that Who, one. John? Yeah. John's yeah. bald. Is he an angry bald man? Though? No, he's a lovely bald man. Is he? Yeah. Oh, John, come on. Yeah. He wasn't upset for long. It's just banter. Oh, yeah. um, that's all it is. So this bald man was moaning to someone downstairs. Yeah. Right, and he'd obviously bought enough to warrant the delivery or whatever. So <laughs> I saw him over at the delivery desk uh, later. And he was just standing there. You know you go, where you go into a shop and you've got these things like, how did we do? It's yeah. Like green to red and their faces. And he's just standing there, just bashing the red button. <laughs> And all I could do was, his wife and his daughter's behind him. He's like, so why are you still with that man? Yeah, yeah. why? How petty can you be? What is the? And then the bloke comes out and like he's trying to make jokes and like trying to make the bloke feel uncomfortable. But oh, it's just like, I'll keep bashing it, mate. Oh yeah, give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no one cares, mate. For all the times he'd done that, I stood there and pressed green. <laughs> like some yeah. weird game. Uh, yeah, but I've got I... a hammock in my IKEA. Nice. Mm. I want to know from listeners, cornercarack at gmail.com, the pettiest thing mm. they have come across. Because I think that's up there. Mm. We can make a list and I think that would be top three. Yeah. Very easily. How yeah. old would you say he was? The man. 50s. Sorry, he's in yeah, his 50s. Uh, late 40s, early 50s maybe. He's got a wife and kids. Mm. It's probably from Portsmouth, why that probably explains it. Well, And he's button bashing yeah. an unhappy yeah. face. I do it all day, mate. <laughs> they do it fine. Yeah. Oh, well. I swore at someone profusely as well on the drive home. You did. Mm-hmm. What? what Cut you... me up. Did he? Nearly scrambled me between a van and a, uh, a bus. <laughs> <laughs> bus and a brick wall. <laughs> what was the saying? Okay, this is Sam's infamous saying: "A man that caught between two, two buses." buses yeah. Which doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And we had a long conversation about what it did mean. It means plenty. It means whatever you want it to mean. It means mm. a lot without meaning to a anything. Few. Yeah, it means <laughs> a lot. Says a lot without saying anything. One of them ones. Oh, Sam, are you willing to help some people? 
I'm always willing to help people as long as I don't have to get my hands dirty. Because, oh no, you don't, you don't. But a few weeks ago, we asked the listeners to send in... This roll of sellotape goes out of date on the 17th of Ju- July, 2023. Uh, sellotape doesn't go out of date, sure. It goes out of date, it's got a sell-by date on it, a use-by date on it. Really? How pointless is that? that who's is... keeping, who's stockpiling sellotape for that long? <laughs> well, Sam... If you wouldn't mind, mm. people's lives are in danger. <laughs> yeah. Here. We also listened a few weeks ago uh, to send us in some voice clips mm. of certain ailments they had. Because Sam's yeah. very good at diagnosing. NHS directed. Yeah, Sam, Sam's better than Dr. Google. So yeah. he's going to diagnose their... I think we've got four, I believe. We've mm. got four clips. So well, people we, really have responded. People have really, really responded to this, and it's it's great that people are sending it. It's not embarrassing. Mm. It's, it's not embarrassing. embarrassing. Uh, you'll find out when you listen to the clip. Yeah. So, uh, first off, I think we'll probably um, hear from Susan, mm. Sam, if that's okay. Yeah. Hello, Dr. Sam. I've been having a bit of trouble recently with a bit of a pain in my foot. I've recently changed diet. I've been drinking a lot more port and having a bit more strong cheese. I was just wondering if you could ever help me. My husband died five years ago of skin cancer. Could this be related? Thank you, Susan. So that was Susan there talking about uh, a few issues mm. she's had. First of all, I want to say, Susan, you're not alone. No. I mean, this happens to a lot of people, especially yeah. after their, uh, the passing of a loved one. Mm. And, um, you know, it's very hard to believe. But I'm going to draw from past experience here. And uh, a good friend of mine, Louis Martin, also once suffered from this problem. And it sounds like you've got gout. Gout, uh, you say? Uh, the diet of port and cheese uh, is probably a big contributing factor. And it's a build-up of calcium in the joint. It's um, what's commonly known as the Henry the Eighth disease. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it famously killed him. Did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it sounds like you've got a mild case of gout there. Maybe just get a bit more active. Lay off the port. Lay off the cheese. You know. Hide your kids. <laughs> Hide your kids. <laughs> Hide your wife. Hide the cheese. And remember, you know, everything in moderation. Perfect. Heroin. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not that, Susan, yeah. but. But certainly, okay. um, Thanks. certainly lay off the cheese. Thanks. I think Sam's Sam's concluded there. Uh, Sam, we've got another one. Mm-hmm. We've got another one from. Mm. Um, uh, I don't. I don't. Can't see who this is from. I think it's from Michael. Mm. I believe. So we're going to um, go into this one. Uh, <laughs> so just pop your headphones on. Take a listen to this. Hey, uh, Doctor Sam, it's uh, Michael here, and uh, I was just wondering if you can help me as a. Uh, Recently, I've been experiencing a bit of pain in my lower back. Now, I don't even know, but it could be the cold weather, but it's come on a lot more this year, and I struggle to pull fish out boat. Just wondering if you can help me. As a gay man, I struggle to really put my back into it now, so it's quite a, quite a problem. All the best. Gally. <laughs> okay, so that was um, Michael there, or Gary. I think um, Gary was his middle name, and he likes to be called by both. So, oh, sorry. Yeah, that might. Sorry, that yeah. might have been it. Yeah, that could be it. Mm. Mm. So he's um, 
he appeared to have uh, a bit of an issue with his back, it seemed it, like. Now, this one's a strange one, because obviously uh, he put it in there late about his um, lifestyle. Yeah. And good for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, absolutely fine. And um, if he did certainly, like, come out late, mm. then he literally has put it in late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Carry on, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you're a doctor. This is you have to be professional. Uh, okay. Um, now, originally, I'd have said I'd have asked him what his job is because it sounds like he's had some uh, serious manual uh, handling issues uh, in the past. <laughs> Sorry, manual handling or man handling? <laughs> I've. <laughs> Carry on, um, Sam. Remain professional. And um, I just I, he needs to maybe adjust his grip on things. <laughs> and um, sciatica could be a problem here. Okay. If he, I, I would ask him if, he, if the pain shooting down to his buttock. And <laughs> we reduce this to gay jokes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm going to say that uh, Gary. I'm going to suggest some um, uh, some bed rest, a bit of ice, and some heat, and repeat that. Um, rice, uh, rest, ice, compression, compression, elevate, elevate. Don't know you're gonna elevate your back, but you work that. <laughs> you work that one out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna diagnose you with mild back discomfort. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> uh, well done, Sam, for your diagnosis there, yeah, yeah. and thank you, um, Michael Gary, for yeah. um, sending in the voice clip there. Um, we got through that one quite mm. professionally. Sounds I, like a George Michael tribute act. Michael Gary. Michael Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got another one, Sam. If you're, if you're okay to, to yeah. do more. Are you okay? To yeah. Do more? <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm fine. You're fine with this. Mm. Um, I, I believe this one mm. is from Dave. Yeah. Uh, I think Dave's from Somerset. I'll just, I'll just cue the clip. Hello, Sam. My name's Dave, and uh, I was just wondering if you can help me, as uh, the other day, I was up my ladder trying to pick an apple from my tree, and uh, the strangest thing happened, I slipped, and uh, on the way down, I hit my shoulder on the tree stump, and then my head on the floor, I haven't really been able to see since, I keep getting these black dots in my mind, can you help me? Dave. Okay, so that was Dave there, and I'm not uh, one to stereotype, and but uh, Somerset Dave was mm. climbing a ladder. It appears to mm. get some apples. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fe- did he fall off his ladder? He I fell believe? off, and he's, he said he's landed on his shoulder and his head there. And um, first thing I'd say to Dave is, um, uh, well, your vision's gone. So that's a big issue here. Yeah. But, um, so that could be any number of things. It could be a bleed on the brain. Mm-hmm. He could have uh, ruptured an eye socket. Okay. Uh, or he could have just purely um, not be opening his eyes properly. Uh, <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, but the real concern here is how is that shoulder? Is that, that, sorry, he's hit his head, but that's the concern. I'm thinking livelihood to here, George. He's obviously picking the apples for a living. Yeah. yeah, well, he's from Somerset. And you tell me, can you climb a tree and pick an apple without raising your arm above head height? Tell me. No, well, well no. there you go. No, I Thank can't. Thank you. Um, I'm going to diagnose um, Dave here with um, a headache <laughs> and <laughs> a dislocated shoulder. I'd get down A&E straight away. Don't tell him that you've got a head injury, though. 
No. No, it just make things worse. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sound a piece of advice there from uh, Dr. Sam. Yeah. There. Um, so, that was uh, Dave. We've got one more, Sam. Yeah. If you're you're okay to do one more. I mean, I hope it's not yeah, overwhelming. Well. To try and, you see what the NHS are under here. Yeah, trying no, to diagnose. No, no, I can see why Dr. Christian's so well paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, now, this one, Sam, is from a good friend, uh, Stephen. With a PH or a V? Uh, I think it's with a PH, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> I think it's with Stephen. <laughs> and um, I'm just going to cue the... The voice messages I've got from him now. Hello, Sam. It's Stephen. Uh, the other day, I was uh, sort of walking through the fields of Cork, and uh, as I as I walked through the field, I came across this uh, this fine, magnificent potato, and uh, I, I took a bite. And ever since, my my uh, my stomach has been turning upside down. Uh, is there anything you can recommend for eating a sour potato? Because uh, you know. It's been two days now, and it really, really hurts. Thank you, Stephen. Right, Sam, there we go. That is a voice message from Stephen with a PH, Stephen. He, hmm. Now, he's been eating raw vegetables. It's a risk. Yeah. Um, It's always a risk. Stephen, um, out in the fields of barley, uh, you know, you've (laughs) got. You remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you uh, you come across a lot of things, and you do get hungry. And if there's not a good source of fruit, uh, fruit as in a strawberry or a raspberry, you may have to resort to something like a carrot straight from the ground or an onion. And um, unfortunately, this time, being where you are, a potato has come about. It's come about. It's glad to hear the famine's over. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'd recommend it's nothing serious. Uh, you're wasting my time a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, annoyed, annoyed at him. It's like me saying I've eaten raw chicken and now I feel ill. What? Like you've eaten raw chicken, you feel ill. Yeah. Clearly, your body didn't agree with eating a raw potato. Okay. With the skin on. And did you wash it first? Doubt it. Probably not. Yeah. Even. <laughs> So I'm just going to diagnose you with taking a few Pepto-Bismols and just keep hydrated, please, Stephen, and stop wasting my time. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Stephen, very much for um, uh, sending us don't that, eat raw potatoes. that voice message. But I think the message really is don't eat raw mm. vegetables there, despite potatoes. where you live. Yeah. Um, thanks for that, Sam. If anyone at home mm. has got any uh, issues that they want Dr. Sam to diagnose, mm. please just send us the voice clips. You can send them to courtandcorack at gmail.com. If you want to be anonymous, I can pitch shift your voice mm. and... How oh, wow. <laughs> change your name. <laughs> I you. was walking down. <laughs> voice by actor. Oh, right, Sam, I think we've got to head into a break because I am losing it. Um, uh, yeah, we've just got- tell me the extra one. Good friend of the show, Jordan Rowe, has given us his voice, lent us his voice to lead us into the advert break here. From last week, we have Accurate for Stone. Yeah. Uh, rolled over from last week, Brown. Yeah. And the new one we've got in, Chips. Can I have Brown, please? You would like Brown. We'll catch you after the break, where we will have a little game and a bit of correspondence from the listeners. Stephen. That's Brown. 
There now follows a party political broadcast. Hello, I'm Sam Craft, and I get burnt when it's windy. When it's windy and hot, apply more suntan lotion, as this is when you're most vulnerable, as your skin will feel cool from the wind, in turn burning you. Thank you. Welcome back to Court on a Coat Rack. The advert break there, Sam. Mm. Important yeah. this time of year. Very important. I got burnt. I got burnt the other day. But did you get wind burnt? It was. It was. It, the thing is, I was down the beach and there is no shade. What's that? Um, the only shade down there is the shade I'm throwing. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I, I Unless get, you have a parasol. I caked on the... Uh, sun cream all yeah. over me. Yeah, well. I always forget one place, and this is back important. of the ears. No, mm. I always do the back of the ears. I never do the front of the ears. Oh, the internal lobe and the bit where the sideburn comes down. So yeah. I get burnt around that area, which yeah. is which is dreadful. It's. I'll tell you what, George. It's um, it's a problem. Maybe I, maybe I'll um, record myself. Um, change my voice and send it in next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Wow. Do it in Stephen Hawking sort of style. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, People think we've got a dead famous person on. <laughs> Again. Um, well, what's Hadolf doing here? Sam, would you like to come with me? Mm. Uh, we'll slip on our brand new brown leather shoes. <laughs> oh, they're pointy at the toes. They're yeah. delicious. Oh, crocodile skin. And we're going to walk as if we own the place. Because mm. we do. Mm. Straight into email cloakroom. Oh, hello. Spacious. Oh, it is, isn't it? Uh, we've got an email here. Baking Bank mm. Holiday is yeah. what the subject line is. Hello, George and Sam. Correct yeah. order. Over this baking hot bank holiday weekend, I baked some cakes. Yeah. Are either of you good at baking? And if so, what are you best at? Oh, wow. Good question. And that's from Annie Moss. The question that needs to be asked. Um, and it links in very nicely with the baking hot bank holiday. Lovely, that's a lovely bit of word. Um, all right, so I I wouldn't sound good at baking, but because I don't do it a lot, no. but I can bake a good Victoria sponge. I had you down as a Vicky sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tell I'm working class because I put Vicky instantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Common as fuck. <laughs> uh, that, that's the only thing I can really bake. I do it well. I don't do it amazingly. I just do it, you know, mm. solid, straight down the line. Straight back, you know. Yeah. No, 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 no fancy drives or anything like that. Just straight down the line, straight back. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like doing gingerbread. Asia does gingerbread. I, buy, I like doing gingerbread, right? Mm. Asia makes gingerbread, brings them in when they're still hot. Yeah. And I eat them and go. I will tell you what, that's fantastic. I'm not a fan of gingerbread. Come on. I don't mind one every now and then, but I absolutely love yeah. gingerbread. I don't like putting people that you know are unfortunate into a cake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if anyone else knows of anyone unfortunate that's been put into a cake, call yeah. correct at gmail. Bruce Bogtrotter.com. No, he just ate a cake. <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, we've got another bit of correspondence here. Thank you, Animos, for that one. We've yeah. got one from um, a certain Acer Nicholson. Nicholson? Nicholson. Oh, it's Nicholson. Okay. Did he want to be named? Uh. Yes, I'm sure he's fine with it. Yeah. 
He says, this is a true story with a sour end. Yesterday, my mother had her first date in 15 years or so. She met this gentleman briefly before at a social event and got along. So they arranged to walk the fellow's dog along the Aran River. And it was a nice hot bank holiday Monday. Oh, wow. There it is. There's a through line in the story. During the walk, unfortunately, the dog became dehydrated and struggled to continue. The RSPCA could not come out as they had no vehicles at the time and therefore the dog died. <laughs> Luckily enough, a young family with a buggy came along and the baby was swapped for the dead dog so it could be transported back to the fellow's car. My mum hasn't heard anything <laughs> from the gentleman since. That's awful. Moment of silence for the dog. What breed was it? That's important. <laughs> so, Sam, uh, just a bit of correspondence there. Um <laughs> A uh, dog, uh, obviously, it's important to have give water to dogs, keep water yeah. for your dogs. I just uh, want to say to Ace, just you know, get the tone of the episode before you send something like that in. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Christ, I was yeah. having... I feel sorry for the owner, your I... mum, for one, for having to go through that ordeal. I feel sorry for the baby. That baby's done nothing wrong and it's been swapped out. So but they had to go back in that buggy after dead dogs been in there. <laughs> yeah. And also, imagine if... Hmm. You just saw a man pushing a buggy with a dead dog in it. Oh, I was going to say, I've seen men pushing buggies with dogs in. Have you? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. I've never... I've I've seen women doing that. I've never seen uh, a man pushing a buggy. Yeah. You can get, like, dog buggies. buggies yeah. Which is... It still amazes me. Yeah, you see day. a lot of weird shit when you go to America and places like that. Why can't the dogs walk? Am I am I missing something? Well, just little cats can bark, aren't they? Basically, so <laughs> they're cats that can bark. Yeah. There you go. They're the little small ones, are aren't they? They're just cats that go. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Acer, mm. for sending in that. Ooh. Um, Sam. Thanks, Acer. I'm gonna, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I've got a little game. Oh, a little game. Now, normally, mm. uh, the game we play is Who Said That? Mm. Who Said That? Who? God, yeah. Yeah. Bit of delay on that yeah. jingle that time round, yeah. unfortunately. Um, this week, Sam, yeah. I'll tell you what, we've got Touch of Craft. Four. Cue the music. are simple and as mm. ever Sam <laughs> once doctor now turned detective yeah. Sam Craft yeah. has got to decipher uh, David Jason <laughs> shopkeeper <laughs> detective second hand salesman yeah <laughs> detective Sam Craft is working on how what one of these what one of these three statements is actually the truth so, three statements. I've read about two of them, okay? Number one. After saving up weeks of pocket money, mm. the first single I ever bought was Simon and Garfunkel's Mrs. Robinson. No. You're not having that? I don't know, because you've just been mentioning Mrs. Robinson a lot recently, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, as you do. But, yeah. How do you do? Yeah. Oh, do you think? Yeah, well, I'm going to listen to all three first before I make judgment. Okay, what mm. if I tell you all three are music related? Okay. Number two. I'm grade three on the recorder. 
I passed the exam with a beautiful <laughs> rendition of London's Burning. <laughs> okay. And I can still, if you've got a recorder, I'll, I can play that for All you. Right. Yeah. Number three. Mm. In a school production, I was demoted to playing the Kabara, as I could not be trusted with any other instrument. It's the Kabara, the little metal twangy thing. That... <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. It's not the rain stick, is it? The Kabara <laughs> is what looks like a fat lollipop. Yeah. Uh, and it's got loads of metal beads around it. Yeah, you, yeah. you hold it with one hand, and <laughs> yeah. it sits in your other hand, and yeah. you twist yeah, and the yeah, beads yeah, make yeah. that noise. Yeah, like, I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> Still quite a high profile instrument. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose uh, so. Wow. So, Sam, we've got three. We've either got... Well, our first record was Simon and Garfunkel's Here's to You, Mrs. Robinson. Or otherwise known as just Mrs. Robinson. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I'm grade three on the recorder, and I passed my exam with London's Burning. Yeah. Uh, or number three, uh, I was demoted to playing the Kabara. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm going to go with number three, the Kabara. Yeah, you are going with number three. Okay, yeah. I can reveal that my first record that I ever bought, first single I ever bought, was not Simon and Garfunkel's Mrs. Robinson. That is a lie. What was it? I <laughs> wish <laughs> you never asked. Um, Scooter. No, it was a song by Ali G. Oh, you gay fuck! Uh, it's so gay. Um, Ali, Ali G and Shaggy song. I think it was. Julie, do you remember Julie, my Julie? Mm-hmm. Vaguely. That was that was the first uh, CD I ever bought. That is terrible, isn't it? You're awful. And uh, number two, I'm grade three on the recorder. That too is false, Sam. I'm not grade three, but I can play London's Burning. Thank you, thank you for the Kabara. Uh, which means that I was in fact demoted to playing the I Kabara. I vaguely remember you telling me about this before, anyway. So really, yeah. I... And you always used to go on about the Kabara. <laughs> It, we, when we, you told me what it was, I knew what it, I knew that was true. <laughs> we so. were sat in um, uh, like a assembly sort of hall, mm. and they were choosing the people to play the instruments for the mm. production. And basically, what it was, we were all sat in lines, and they would pass them from one line to the other, and you would all play thirty seconds on it, and they would choose from that. Well, it's natural talent, then, isn't it? I've had the instruments that got passed under my nose. I had a glockenspiel. <laughs> That's fucking hard, though. Yeah. So That's metal keys, isn't it, a glockenspiel? I can't remember. Uh, glockenspiel is metal. A xylophone is wooden, I believe. Is it? Now, I would have gone glockenspiel wood because it's got a sound to it. I think it's that way around. I think... I think. <laughs> Go on to correct at gmail.com. Is a glockenspiel made of wood? Now... Glockenspiel. Uh, glockenspiel, that passed me. I had um, numerous Yeah, other... Glockenspiel's uh, metal keys with two levels. Nice. Um, African uh, rain stick, that passed uh, me by. A xylophone may be able to be metal keys, actually. Or is it just wooden? Yeah, no, it's just wooden. Yeah, I was right. Nice. Mm. And another instrument which passed me was... Um, it was The Glockenspiel's hard, to be fair. The Glockenspiel is hard. This one was sort of like a tennis racket with skin on either side of the racket and it had like two ball, cor- balls at either side like the, the, the ball in the cup thing yeah, yeah it was like two used, used to spin it in shit. your hand like that didn't you <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that, a shit instrument I know I'm but glad- you can't really do a change up on that can you absolutely not I'm glad I got the Kabara <laughs> I've got yeah. to be honest yeah now 
Maybe maybe we'll do a little video and we'll play we'll play the Kabara and yeah. you can have your instrument of choice as yeah. well. Uh. Sam, any more for any more? Um, no. No? No. Absolutely That's not. it, thanks. Uh, we should say, I haven't discussed this with you really, Sam, mm. due to um, other engagements, we might be recording at a different time next week. What so, time? Uh, well, I've not decided this yet. So... Uh, Thursday, isn't it? Possibly, possibly on a Thursday. Yes, I think I remember speaking to you about this before. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, the best way to find out is to like a page on Facebook, Court and a Korak. Yeah, make sure you're updated with the news. You can do that through Twitter as well at Court Korak and Instagram at Court on a Korak. Yeah, to contact the show, it is Court on a Korak at gmail.com Maybe tell us what instruments you played at school. Uh, I'll give you one. Go on. The keyboard. It's a goodbye from Sam. Bye. And it's a goodbye from me. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Shoes on.